0: Welcome to Nerd Off, a weekly trivia podcast brought to you by Highball Trivia. Two contestants will face off in 10 categories. Each player will wager 10 or 20 points for their opponent on every question. If a player gets the question right, they get the points. If they get it wrong, their opponent gets the points. At the end of regulation, players will each face two final questions, one in each player's specialty. To earn their wager, which can be any or all of the points they've earned so far, players have to get both questions correct. Now, here's your host... Andrew Buxbaum.
1: So tonight we have a wonderful show for you. Uh, This one is, you know, probably about a month in the making now. I got these guys to agree to go head to head, but they are some of the most traveled trivia players in the world. So coordinating schedules has been difficult. Uh, Guys, I'm going to introduce you and then you can uh, tell us a little about yourselves. Although I have a feeling everyone kind of knows you already. We have uh, first uh, Jeffrey Segurton. Why don't you tell us a little about yourself?
0: Yeah, hey everyone. I am Jeffrey. I live in New Jersey. Um, Andrew, you, it seems like you caught me in between cruising. That seems to be like a new hobby I've taken up, and I, I think during these pandemic times, it's not a bad option given all the uh, um, flight issues <laughs> that that can occur and that um, that we've seen in the news. Um, I work in the Pharmaceutical industry. I'm a I'm a sales forecaster, but I would say that my trivia hobby takes up a lot of my time as well. And I'm happy to be here, um, you know, and happy to square up against uh, Jeremy, one of the uh, titans of trivia. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: you're you're,
0: uh, you're both point. some
1: pretty big titans. And you know, but uh, yeah, Jeremy Conman in the other corner. Why don't you introduce yourself?
2: All right. Well, my name is uh, Jeremy. Originally from Chicago, currently residing uh, outside of uh, Georgia in Decatur, or outside of Atlanta in Decatur, Georgia. But currently coming to you live uh, from Springfield, Illinois, and the workshop of the you know trivia workshop, right? Like it's uh, uh I got we got an audience for this show here. Uh, so the uh, team coast to coast is all in the house. And they shouldn't be reading for Jeffrey, but, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I am, I am no titan of trivia. I like to uh, describe myself as like, like the Harold Baines of trivia. I'm a, I'm a huge baseball fan. And Harold Baines is maybe the worst player in the Hall of Fame. And, but he's a great guy, and he was a compiler of stats, and he played with some, some really talented players. Uh, but uh, he's not really a tight. That's what I am
1: listen. Uh, you 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 both come with uh, a pretty high a pretty high pedigree, whether you want to admit it or not. You 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 both are some pretty heavy hitters. Uh, you know, they both of you have been on television. Let's just leave it at there. You
2: know?
1: Uh, you know, I suppose. All right, shall we get on? Politicians get on TV. So what does that <laughs> say, right? Uh, (laughs) um all right well our first category this week is going to be in a new category that i told you guys i was going to introduce it's where in the world is jeffrey cigar uh Uh, every question will be placed based on a place that jeffrey has posted his travels Uh to
2: now, wait a minute, that seems a little unfair because I've not been uh, in those places with Jeffrey.
1: Oh, well, the, the one that's going to him, I reached much further back for.
2: I'm going to
0: be embarrassed if I missed it. Uh,
2: yeah, I used to think I traveled a lot and then I met Jeffrey and I went, no, I am a homebody.
1: Yes, by, by a normal person's standards, Jeremy, you travel a lot. Jeffrey is not normal. I I'm pretty sure he has a time machine to fit into a day what he does. But uh, Jeffrey, (laughs) your question. This Major League Baseball stadium, which opened in 2006, hosted a soccer match between Manchester City and Chelsea in 2013 that to date drew the largest crowd for a sporting event at that venue.
0: Can you say that one more time? I just want to make sure I pick up.
1: I absolutely can. I absolutely can. And I've also noticed I'm, I'm not completely dumb. You've been to many stadiums, so.
2: Hey, Drew, hey, I think you've forgotten one thing. What? Don't you, don't we have to assign points to each other? Oh,
1: shit. yeah. Well, that's what, that's what happens when we record late. Uh, Jeffrey, what do you think Jeremy knows about where you've been?
0: I'm going to start off with 10 points to Jeremy for his question
1: that's jeremy
0: well i mean i'm gonna go 10 right back at him, jerk
1: (laughs) all right so jeffrey once again that is uh this major league baseball stadium which opened in 2006 hosted a soccer match between manchester city and chelsea in 2013 that to date drew the largest crowd for a sporting event at that venue
0: 2006 and you said mlb stadium right
1: it is an mlb stadium
0: hmm well, I mean, you know, this is not my forte, the baseball stadiums.
1: Places you've been is not your forte?
0: <laughs> I try to visit stadiums wherever I go, um, both baseball and um, American football stadiums. When I, when, to be fair, when, I think that maybe when he says places you've been,
2: it means you've been to the city, not necessarily the actual venue. But maybe you've been to both. I don't know. So
0: I'm thinking 2006. 2006. I'm gonna take a guess at Bush Stadium.
2: Yes, home of the world champion St. Louis Cardinals.
0: I did uh,
1: throw that in there for uh, Jeremy's benefit. It is Bush Stadium. Uh, answer to that was Bush Stadium, home Again, of the home St- of
2: the 11-time world champion St. Louis Cardinals.
1: <laughs> I feel it's important to emphasize that. Yeah, you know the. Uh... The second most championships in Major League (laughs) Baseball, yes. That's true. (laughs) Yankee, Yankee, Yankee. All right. Well, uh, Jeremy, your question will be, uh, this New York City landmark, which was briefly the world's tallest building, remains, as of 2018 at least, the tallest brick building in the world with a steel framework. God.
2: So the New York City building was the tallest building in the world. I mean, obviously you got the Pressure Building, Empire State Building, uh there's that uh wasn't like the flat iron or the 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 the, the shirt wasn't one, that one's the tallest building in the world, the shirt waste factory, uh or whatever it is. Uh, and
1: what you said it was a brick building? Brick building with a steel framework.
2: So brick building. I don't think that the Chrysler Building and the Empire State Building are brick buildings. Uh so I'm gonna not say those is even though I, I'm pretty sure that. At one point or another, one or both of those was the tallest building in the world. And I, I could be completely nuts on this, but I'm gonna go with the oh god, I think it's the triangle shirt building. I'm probably wrong, but let's let's lock that in, shall we?
1: All right. Well you just gave your opponent ten points.
2: I figured I did. That's known for a totally different
0: yeah, uh, Jeffrey, fighter, did, do
1: you yeah. remember where you went and posted that exact
0: fact? I'm wondering if it is the Chrysler Building.
1: It is, so everyone knows. You know, the metal top of the Chrysler Building is very identifiable, but most of sure. the way up the building is a brick building.
2: I did not realize that either the Chrysler Empire State Building were brick. So, yeah, I knew that. I think both of them, at one point or another, were the tallest yeah. building in the world. But
1: yeah,
2: I, I didn't. Yeah, the brick was throwing me.
1: Yeah, the Chrysler building was the tallest building in 1930. And then Empire State overtook it in 31. But a nice, nice start. All right. Your second category that, you know, you're going to be having to pick some wagers for each other in, because I'm not going to forget about it this time, uh, is going to be same name. Same name. Um Jeffrey, what are you feeling about uh Jeremy's ability to pick out thing people with the same name?
0: I, I mean, Jeremy covers a lot of trivia you know, areas in his uh in his knowledge base. So, you know, with two ways in, I'm I'm just gonna do the 10 points.
1: Being nice and safe with your lead. Oh, wuss. Jeremy, what do you think for Jeffrey? You
0: know what?
2: I'm going 20. I say you ain't gonna do it, Secure Tan. What do you think of that? Bring it on.
1: <laughs> Throwing it down. <laughs> well. Jeremy, uh, your same name question. The youngest British Prime Minister and an Academy Award winning actor share this given name. Given? The youngest? British Prime Minister and an Academy Award winning actor share this given name. It's
2: not a whole lot to go on. A lot of Academy Award winning actors.
1: But only one youngest British Prime Minister.
2: Well, yes, I understand but you said. Given name, not their surname. And I mean, there's Pitt the Elder, Pitt the Younger. But and there's Brad Pitt's an Academy Award winning actor, but Brad Pitt's given name is not Pitt, so I would eliminate that as a possibility. Uh, which means I need, uh, I mean, that's the thing is I, you know, <laughs> I have no clue. Uh, let's see, Margaret Thatcher is there a Margaret uh, Academy Award winning actor? I, I don't think so. Uh, I don't know that she would be the youngest. Uh, Boris, uh, Gordon. Tony, uh, Winston, Neville, David. I mean, I have no clue who the youngest Benjamin Disraeli, uh, British Prime Minister. Uh, I got, I got next. I got a whole lot of knock on this. Uh, Gordon, no Academy Award-winning actors that I can think of named Gordon. Uh, David. Tony. Oh, Teresa. No, Teresa. I can't think of anybody named Boris. Jeez. All I'm going to wipe the floor with me today with this because I'm not going to get a question right. I don't know Neville. I don't know Winston.
1: Um, I'm going to go with David. So you were on the right track when you brought up Brad Pitt. Pitt is his last name. Uh, Brad is not his uh, given name. Nope. William Bradley Pitt. William. Oh, wow. Uh, So the name in common is William Pitt. Well. William uh, the Younger.
2: I don't like that question.
1: (laughs) Because he missed it. No, I
2: don't (laughs) like the question because you said they share the given name. You didn't say they share a surname. That's why, that's that's the reason I didn't say it. You should have bet. Well, I mean, you could have bet. You could have. When you specify they share a given name, I think you're insinuating. They do not
0: share a surname. I thought it was the whole name, but I, I wasn't sure either. So,
1: well, I mean, yeah, I meant I meant given name. In that, it's his actual name and not what he name. goes by.
2: Uh, whatever. I I would have said it in two seconds if if you had not said that. All right,
1: fair enough. Um, Jeffrey. Yeah. The director of Shakespeare in Love and an NFL coach and commentator share what name?
0: I think this is uh, John
1: Madden. That is, in fact, John Madden. So the next category for your third uh, category here is uh, not going to be current events, because that would be an unfair advantage to the king of current events. It's not going to be past events, because as Jeffrey pointed out the other night to me, all past events were once current events. So we're going with future events. Okay. Okay. Jeffrey, what do you think Jeremy knows about future events?
0: I don't I don't know where you're going with this, but um, I'll, I'll give Jeremy the, the 20. Give him a shot to get some big points here.
2: All right. And Jeremy? I'm just going to keep going
0: 20.
1: All right.
0: I'm in a
2: hole. I got you know, I to gotta, I gotta pick up some points.
1: Well, the other night when I was mentioning to the, uh, the TWA poker group, that uh, i had you two going head to head and i needed some tougher than usual questions and we were throwing around the whole current events thing uh the future events came up and uh brian nash came through and gave me two questions of future events for you guys okay so uh jeffrey yes in futurama as of the year 3009 the floating head in a jar of what West Coast rapper is the chief justice on the Supreme Court? West
0: Coast rapper.
1: Hmm. And you won't find this in the Trivia Mastery Initiative.
0: Uh, (laughs) No, you won't. Um, Okay, there's a couple of possibilities. Um, Let's... I mean, the the two that come to mind, you know, as big ones would be like uh, Dr. Dre or Snoop Dogg. Let's go with let's go with Snoop Dogg. I don't know this one, but that's my guess.
1: Well, your guess is correct. I really thought it was going to come down to Tupac or Snoop Dogg. Oh, but I like that Dre made the mix there. Can't forget about Dre. Yeah, <laughs> you can't. Cannot. You can. He about didn't. <laughs> he didn't forget about Dre. So, Jeremy, you ready for your shot at some points? Mm, potentially. It's a future baseball question.
2: Ooh. We'll 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 see uh, how much I know about future baseball.
1: Well. Back to the Future 2 predicted that the Chicago Cubs would win the World Series, but it did not get the year right. How many years was the 1989 film off by? Well, uh,
2: I believe it was only one because the film was set in 85. They went back to 55, and they went forward 30 years to 2015, uh, and it was the Cubs over Miami, and I believe Marty McFly was surprised not that the Cubs won the World Series, but that Miami had a baseball team. And the guy from 2015 was like, yeah, who would have thought the Cubs winning the World Series, Uh, which one year later they did. And then the world went to hell in a handbasket. And I think that the Cubs probably are to blame. So we'll say one.
1: The answer is one. Nice job. And all the flavor text you threw in is accurate. I mean, it probably is the reason for the downfall of society. True, true story. Oh, wait, I think I do actually have a few Chicago listeners out there uh yeah no uh, the cubs great team great team uh thank you for giving us Balls. anthony rizzo yeah. <laughs> best thing the cubs have ever done all right I
2: posted during that 2016 run i said all right cub fans here's your here's your here's your thing the cubs are going to win the world series this year but that means trump is going to get elected are you willing to do it and they were all willing to do it. Bad people.
1: <laughs> and look where that got us today. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> without taking the podcast on a depressing note. <laughs> your fourth question is gonna be in US currency. Ooh. Jeffrey, what do you think Jeremy knows about US currency? I think
0: he knows a good amount. I'll give him 10.
1: And Jeremy, same question about Jeffrey. Twenty. He's in he's in pharmaceuticals. There's money there. <laughs> he has no money. He spends it all. (laughs) Then again, so do I. He can't take it. I do have to clarify, with all the traveling you do and that you're in pharmaceuticals, you're not a drug dealer, right? Just want to make sure.
0: (laughs) Nor am I a drug rep. (laughs) I'm a home office uh, (laughs) type of uh, worker.
1: Fair enough. So Jeremy, without looking in your pocket right now, what is the only U.S. coin where the figure faces to the right? I have
2: no coins. It wouldn't help me to look in my pocket.
1: Your money don't jiggle, jiggle, it folds.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Nice. Uh, I mean, I'm in the land of Lincoln. Lincoln's on
1: the penny. I'll just say the penny. I have no clue. Well, your hunch was correct. Land of Lincoln did you well. It is the penny. Nice. Jeffrey. Yep. Who are the only two non-presidents featured on U.S. bills?
0: It's going to be uh, Alexander Hamilton and Ben Franklin.
1: That is correct. That is current bills. Current bills. Correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct.
2: Salmon Chase. Yeah, Salmon (laughs) Chase also.
1: uh, Yeah.
2: And at some point, we expect Harriet Tubman, I believe. but uh, Who knows if that's actually going to happen. Yeah, the
1: the world took a swing since that was announced. So who the hell knows anymore. I'm waiting for that day. You know, I think uh, there should be a lot more prominent people than U.S. politicians featured on our currency. I'd take an
2: Ozzie Smith $10 bill.
1: (laughs) That would be pretty good. All right, so your next category it's going to be sports and leisure. We're going to be a little uh, trivial pursuity. Wow. On our categories here,
2: I believe it's sports and leisure. <laughs> <sir>.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not that classy. Wow, wow. Jeremy, what do you think Jeffrey knows about sports and leisure? Twenty. Twenty. I'm sensing a pattern. It's it's my pattern. It's gonna it's gonna pay off once he misses.
0: It will. Um, <laughs> Jeffrey for Jeremy. Ten. I said 10 for this, but I'll I'll throw some other 20s later.
1: (laughs) Oh, Yeah, if you start closing the gap, he's not throwing those 20s at you. (laughs) All right, Jeffrey, on a standard dartboard, what is the number opposite the number one?
0: Oh, shoot.
1: Go to your mind palace, visualize. Yeah, this is not
0: one I'll have even the visual of. I think it's like 23... 6 13 or across from one another i think so i'm not going to know what one is across um let's see what would make sense uh let's say 13 i'm not sure
1: 13 is incorrect so that that is a, the number one is across from the number 19
2: okay that's what I thought. yeah cuz one is next to
0: 20 ah now well, that makes sense that's good logic there
1: it is, in fact, good logic because it is correct. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jeremy. That's me. That is you. On a standard roulette wheel, what is the sum of all the numbers?
2: <laughs> all right, so I'm going to give you the answer six six six, and then I'm going to give a shout out to my good friend uh, Bill Pastick of That's not how you say it. is it really not Patrick? Patrick. Whatever, who cares, Bill. <laughs> I don't have to say people's name, right? I just have to like them, anyway. Uh, They're on
0: a first name basis, was, was okay? Was
2: that one of the uh, BP trivia questions this week? I thought it was.
0: It was, yeah, yeah. Uh, Either today or yesterday. I think. It
2: was yesterday. Uh, oh no, maybe it was two days ago. But I'm pretty sure it was in oh. there. So
1: well, that's not where I pulled it because I haven't even looked at BP this month yet. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. Uh, well, it was it was the the BP Championship Series? It was one of the questions this week. Yeah. I mean, huh. I it's uh it's a pretty well-known fact
1: 666 six, six. yeah well 666 six, six is the correct answer
0: it's, uh, had a little luck right when
1: i was in vegas a few weeks ago with the roulette wheels so uh oh nice all right so after five questions well 10 questions but five rounds uh the score is 90 to 60 jeffrey maintaining a slight lead so far but uh jeremy coming back you never know and you're sixth I with, with please with you two it's gonna go, come down to the final, let's be real. All right. Your sixth category is gonna be boy bands. Ooh, boy bands.
2: All right. You both not?
1: mentioned wanting that category. So I, uh,
2: I mean, you know, I, I hey, I like me a good boy band question.
0: Uh Jeremy okay. said he likes boy bands. I'm gonna I'm gonna do 10 on this one.
2: Ten. Okay.
1: Then Jeremy. Yeah, he's a wimp. Twenty. I have no strategy, by the way. I just like. 20. <laughs> I'm beginning to see that. You opened with 10, and it's been nothing but 20 since then.
2: Yeah, I really should have opened with 20. I was just following Jeffrey's 10 there, but you know. <laughs> know you,
1: the well, whole game. you seem to be using my poker strategy of <laughs> it. <shit. laughs> hey, sometimes it pays off. I mean, I usually either uh, win or come in last.
2: <laughs> the winner of this gets a lot of money
1: a lot
2: oh a lot lot definitely Uh, the prize for
1: either of you the prize that you will win is the exact contents of your own bank account
2: (laughs) that ain't much so you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right well jeremy the first question goes to you uh this boy band originally named unique attraction was formed in 1985 with five original numbers. They are currently a trio and their most recent album dropped in 2017.
2: Well that seems like maybe it would be new edition. So I'll go with new edition.
1: The answer is boys to men.
0: Wow. Yeah I think one of them died, right? <laughs> or or at least I mean a...
1: I wouldn't be surprised. They've been around for a long freaking time. All right, Jeffrey. This boy band was formed from MTV's first season of Making the Band, had a song that peaked at number three in 2001, and toured with Britney Spears before breaking up in 2003. They reunited in 2014 and put out an album as recently as 2019.
0: I'm just going to say O-Town. I think that's
1: right. That that is in fact right. Jesus Christ! Because you both were enthusiastic about boy bands, I tried to be as dickish as I could on the two I picked.
2: Well, I mean, O Town. I don't know. Uh, they were famous
0: for two years.
2: Making the band was a big deal because of P Diddy. <laughs> and they're still on tour right now. They're on.
0: Yeah, tour I'm, I'm, with, I'm surprised uh, they're still around. But yeah,
2: uh, yeah, they're they're on tour with uh, what's his name from. In Sync, I think, right? And uh, is it one of the guys from In Sync or one of the guys from Backstreet Boys? But they're doing a tour, like currently, hmm. and it's like really for an It's called the 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 two thousands tour or something.
0: Oh wow, ooh,
1: that just sounds depressing.
2: Uh, you know, Eric, Eric Estrada, right? In the, you know, Eric and he in O town. Estrada, the chips one? No, not no, not that one. <laughs> name in your same name.
1: I mean, Russ. In, in fairness, as soon as he said erica Estrada, that's where I went to.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah.
1: Huh. I was like, I don't think he's in a boy I, band. I
2: believe, I believe that one of the guys in O Town is also named Eric Estrada.
0: Well, yep. Now
1: I have to digress and actually look that up because that's going to drive me crazy. I think it is. And then
0: they also have a uh, Jacob Underwood is another.
1: You should not be able to name multiple members of O Town.
0: There's no way that's true. I would have asked that question a long time. I really
2: thought there was an Eric
1: Estrada in O Town. Maybe I'm not. I There's
0: definitely an Eric. I don't. Remember.
1: Holy shit, Eric Michael Estrada. There you go.
0: No. way. <laughs>
2: oh I'm the, pretty
1: sure. However, the chips Eric Estrada spells it with a K. Eric.
2: Uh, I this don't Eric know. spells it with a K. Does he spell with a K?
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. I mean, no, probably oh.
1: he was probably born with a C, but then changed it as a result. This is incredible. So he comes up on the Google when you search Eric Estrada. That's a perfect
0: same name question. Eric <laughs> Estrada.
2: There's gonna be a same name round next week on Trivial <laughs> Workshop. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, hundred percent
1: hundred percent That 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 has to be used. Um let's see here. We're moving on to our seventh category. It's gonna be the animal kingdom. Jeffrey, what do you think Jeremy knows about animals?
0: Uh, I'll throw him 20 for this one.
1: How kind of you, good sir. Jeremy, should I just go 20 again? Of course. All right, Jeffrey. While poop in the animal kingdom comes in a variety of shapes and sizes, what is the only animal that has cube-shaped poop? I think that is the wombat. That is the wombat. Way to know your poop.
2: (laughs) I always said you were a shitty trivia player.
1: (laughs) uh that just writes itself i know my shit and and Lauren, lauren carey if you're listening we'll just take a 10 second break here so you can just laugh and get all the poop jokes out of your system all right i can't wait 10 seconds for that all right jeremy what is the only mammal on earth besides white men of course that cannot jump always keeping at least one leg on the ground
2: ha i should know this I think an elephant probably would have a hard time jumping. They're pretty goddamn big. I'm going to go with an elephant.
1: Elephants always keep at least one foot on the ground. Nice. Wow. All right. So we are moving on to the next sheet of paper.
0: Woo!
1: You put these on paper? What?
2: You put these on paper? Yeah. You know we're in 2022 now, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. All
2: right.
1: Yeah. I like reading off a sheet of paper. I don't know why. I also keep track of your scores on a sheet of paper. Wow. <laughs> yeah, All right. I know. I'm, yeah, that's, that's what happens when you're in your late 30s, apparently. I don't know. I like paper. Kill the trees. Why not? All right. So you've already had the category of same names. So category eight is going to be different names. Hmm. Hmm. They're going to both be different. They're going to be different names. And the word given won't be in there.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Jeremy, you going for 20 again? Of course.
0: I don't know what to make of this. Um, yeah, let's do 20. All right. Different
1: name. Yes. So Jeremy, at its founding, what was the name of the company that we now know as Nike. Normally, I ask the question the other way around, but you guys are upper echelon, so you get the current name. And yeah, have to give sorry, I you got
2: there. nothing for you here. So Really? I, I No, I have nothing.
0: I think I mm. might know
1: this. You want to show off then, Jeffrey? If I
2: heard the other way around, I might have gotten there, but uh, Athena, who knows?
1: Know. <laughs> Russ wrote it down behind you. <laughs> I'm not seeing it. <laughs> Jeffrey, you said you think you know what it is? I think it's Blue Ribbon. Blue Ribbon Sports was the original name of Nike.
0: Hmm. Did he write it down? (laughs) He did. He wrote down Blue
2: Ribbon Sports.
0: Russ may have asked this question at one point. (laughs) How many points does
1: Russ get for that? I didn't realize I needed a third column. All right, so Russ has 50. So, Jeffrey, the Big Mac was not always known as the Big Mac. It was originally known as the Aristocrat, and then by what other name? Hmm.
0: This is something I should know. I remember the Aristocrat part. Now I'm trying to think. What is this other name? Hmm. I can't mean, even write that one down. Hmm. I feel like it's similar to aristocrat. Um, if I'm remembering this correctly, I'm not quite sure. Could just be totally off.
1: Did they make it out of aristocrats?
0: <laughs> no. That assumes it has meat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say. Uh, I, I don't. I don't Served on a sesame seed bun. <laughs>
0: I learned that tonight. I mean, they've had sandwiches that are similar to the Big Mac, like Big and Tasty, Arch Deluxe, but I don't think those were names of...
1: Big the and Tasty sandwich. was my nickname in college.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, I, I don't know this. I'll just say the Ambassador Burger. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs>
1: While I like the way that sounds, I don't think McDonald's was loving that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, this was another prime example of me being a dick in my question writing. Uh, it was the Blue Ribbon Burger.
0: Oh, that's right. I totally, totally forgot that part. Oh, Blue Ribbon. That makes sense. I, I do recall something to that effect.
1: So it was, you know, it was question where the item had a different name, but the answers ended up being the same. Good one. That was fun for me. Your next category is presidential cars. Oof. Jeremy, 20.
0: Of course. I'm going to go. This is making my life easy over here. I'm going to go conservative. I'll do 10 for this one. There's a shot.
1: Jeffrey gets <laughs> i
0: I've got a string of 20s here.
1: Jeffrey, he's trying to bait you. I know.
0: <laughs> but I had a strategy coming in. So. <laughs>
1: Jeffrey, the vehicle that JFK was traveling through Dallas in on that fateful day in 1963 was what type of car?
0: I don't know how how much detail or specificity you need. I'll, I'll say Lincoln.
1: I w- I am just looking for the brand, so you you are okay there. Okay. Uh, yes, it is a Lincoln. It was a Lincoln Continental specifically.
2: You want a shot for theater.
1: That's a uh, that's always one of those. I don't want to say that that fact always tickles me because you know like. It's not funny that a president was assassinated, but, you know, if you have to have a silver lining, it makes for a trivia question, at least, right?
2: Yeah.
1: So, Jeremy, the current presidential limousine is manufactured by what car company? Uh, I have no idea.
2: Um, I'm going to assume it's an American car company, uh, because it seems like it ought to be. Uh, let's say you're being a dick again, and it's the same one. So let's go with Lincoln. Okay. I'm generally not
1: a dick twice in a row, Jeremy.
2: Well, I mean, it would it would it would play right, right? Because then you would be given a question where he already heard the answer, and then I already heard the answer. So why not?
1: <laughs> well, unfortunately, it is not Lincoln. Uh, the at least for the last few administrations, uh, Cadillac has been the maker of mm-hmm. the presidential limousines.
2: My, my pre guess was the Beast.
1: Yeah. Is- that um, is the nickname for the vehicle. My
2: pre guess was the Stanley Steamer which I believe was the first presidential car. Uh, I think Teddy Roosevelt maybe rode in it. Is he the first one riding in the car? That I don't know. I don't think the yellow van people are cleaning. Well, that's where the name comes from. But yes, the car. <laughs> but yes, Stanley Steamer, I believe, was the first presidential automobile. I think it was Teddy Roosevelt that rode in it.
1: Damn it, now I have to know this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, McKinley was the first to ride in an automobile, but it was during Roosevelt's administration that the first government-owned car, a white Stanley Steamer, came into use. Yep, Good to know. So look at that. You get some bonus trivia there, folks, courtesy of Jeremy Conman. Woo! That's what I do. All right. So we're heading into our final question of regulation. Score is 190 to 100. So, Jeremy, do you want to go 20 again? Why would I not? And Jeffrey? I'll do 20. I don't... 20, yeah. yeah. Right, I didn't even tell you the category. <laughs>
0: Shit. Doesn't matter.
1: It's, uh, it's Vexing Vexillology. Okay. Do either of you want to change your wagers?
0: Vexing Vexillology. That's a, well,
2: I, I'm sticking with 20. I By the way, For the final, I'm wagering everything.
1: <laughs> Why did I have a feeling that would be coming? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Jeffrey, you're sticking with 20 also? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Jeremy. There are three flags in the world that are non-standard in terms of shape. Nepal has a flag that has two triangular pennants on top of each other. The other two are square. What country do those flags belong to? You want both of them? I want both of them.
2: Pretty sure Switzerland is one. I want to say Vatican City might be the other, but I'm not 100% positive of that. But we're going to say it anyway.
1: Well, you're saying it, and it is correct. Yeah. Nice. Jeffrey. Yes. While there is some controversy and dispute, both the Flag Institute and Guinness World Records list what country's flag as the oldest continuously used flag in the world. Wow, I know that. Well, you knew yours too, so.
0: Yeah, I think this might be a trivia nugget. Uh, I'm trying to remember which one. It is. I will say Denmark. That
2: is the one.
1: That is the one.
2: Don't be applauding
1: him, Russ. sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, you're sitting right next to Jeremy. Don't root for the other game.
2: Just because he's on your team coast to code. <laughs> you're not even in a coast, Russ. You shouldn't even be on that team. <laughs> Yeah. And Tulsa's not a coast either.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I am loving this. All right. So the score heading into the final is 210 to 120. So it is coming down to wagering. Jeremy has made no secret about what his wager will be. Jeffrey, Everything. do you want to message? Do you want to message me your uh, wager so that we can have at least a little suspense? He said one twenty. He has one twenty. Bet it all. So he will either have zero or two forty. He's making your work easy for you. What's
2: the What's the record high score in this?
1: Uh, it hasn't aired yet, but it will by the time yours has. Uh, three ten is the record high.
2: Yeah, you got to go for three eleven.
0: <laughs>
2: Jack's back.
0: You know what? Bet yeah. it all. do so, it. There
2: you go. I like. Oh shit!
0: He's pushing all in.
2: Yeah, and I know that pharmaceuticals is coming up in the final, which I don't know anything about. So
0: well. it wasn't a runaway. So I mean. Why not?
1: I like it. I'm down first
2: zero zero game.
0: And uh, yeah, I know <laughs> that would be funny.
1: Oh my god, I didn't actually write a tiebreaker. So, <laughs> you guys, if that's the case, <laughs> one of you better actually uh, get that. <laughs> um, all right. So, the first category is pharmaceuticals because uh, Jeffrey is a drug dealer. Uh, Jeffrey, yeah, the first licensed pharmacist in the U.S who was licensed in 1816, opened his own pharmacy in what city in 1823, offering traditional medicines, as well as voodoo remedies, opium, leeches, and a soda fountain.
0: Can you say that one more time? Sorry.
1: I absolutely can. The first licensed pharmacist in the U.S., licensed in 1816, opened his own pharmacy in what city in 1823, offering traditional medications, as well as voodoo remedies, opium, leeches, and a soda fountain.
0: 1823 city. I wonder if you threw in some clues in there. Uh, you said voodoo, right? Voodoo remedies?
1: Voodoo remedies, opium, leeches, and a soda fountain.
0: I mean, voodoo remedies lead me to something like New Orleans. Soda fountain. That could be, that could be Atlanta, possibly, if it's a... Uh, are trying to clue with like a Coca-Cola handout. I don't know. 1823. So it doesn't have to be new England per se. Um, I don't know this. I'm just have to rely on a, uh, on a good guess here. I'll say Atlanta.
1: All right. Jeffrey says Atlanta.
0: I haven't
2: gone with NOLA, but you know, what do I know? Well,
1: we'll, we'll find out at the end because of the way you guys wagered. I'm not giving answers yet. Okay. Sure. Uh Jeremy, your pharmaceutical question. In 1886, pharmacist John Pemberton created what product as a treatment for most ailments? His bookkeeper's handwriting gives us the logo that we know for this product. Uh,
2: I'm fairly certain that it'd be Dr. Pepper, I think. So we're going to go with Dr. Pepper. Screw oh, that. Uh, you no, you've already said it now. Yeah, all right, Dr. Pepper. Is it Coca-Cola? All right.
1: Oh, you'll find out. So your second category tonight... Is the greatest band of all time, Poison. Yeah, it is. Uh, and if you don't acknowledge them as the greatest band of all time, Jeremy will disown you. You should. Uh, clearly, the greatest band of all time is Nickelback. Come on now. All right, Jeremy, the greatest band of all time, Poison, formed in 18, 1983, not in 1893. Uh, that would be a very different band. In what Pennsylvania town? Uh, that
2: would be Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Okay, and if you took my poison one day on uh, Learned League earlier this year, that was question one.
1: Well, I didn't.
2: Oh Shame on you. I
1: don't. I don't get to a lot of one days because most of the time I use the off season to rest from Learned League.
2: But this was a poison one day, sir.
1: The greatest band of all time. It's usually comics and Star Wars that get me to you know, break out of not doing one days. Failure. Yeah, I'm a failure. You know, there's plenty of people in my life that would agree with you. All right, Jeffrey. This this suggestively titled song, the second single on Poison's debut album, was the band's first top 40 hit in the U.S. and peaked at number nine on the Billboard Hot 100. It was also prominently featured on an episode of Scrubs.
0: Can you say that one more time? Absolutely.
1: <laughs> this suggestively titled song, the second single on Poison's debut album was the band's first top 40 hit in the U.S. and peaked at number nine on the Billboard Hot 100. It was also prominently featured on an episode of Scrubs, one of the greatest TV shows of all time. I mean, you know, no Friends, but whatever.
0: So I know what song it isn't, because I know the one song I know peaked at number one.
2: The one song you know? Why are you even Friends the one song you know?
1: Folks, you are witnessing the destruction of a friendship right here. On... <laughs> have I taught you nothing?
0: <laughs> oh gosh, um, I wonder what the scrubs—if that has—if that clues anything for me. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> I'm not going to think of a, a song title here. I, I, I don't have this. I mean, I, I can't even venture a guess.
2: You're killing me, Paul. Oh, killing. Me. Jeremy, pick up that guitar and talk to me, CC. Talk dirty to me.
1: Ah, there we go. All right. Well, we are revealing that Jeffrey got that question wrong because the answer was talk dirty to me. Let's see how we did on the other questions. It's
2: going to be a zero zero
1: game. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Jeremy. <laughs> what? Did we see me looking up tiebreak questions? <laughs> well I know it was
2: Coca-cola I screwed up the dr Pepper one
1: uh the greatest band of all time was formed in Mechanicsburg Pennsylvania like Jeremy said
2: oh yeah it was
1: that's from John Brent. Pemberton created coca-cola uh, and you should have you should have gone with the uh, the voodoo answer of New Orleans yeah. for uh where that pharmacy was. That's why I made sure to throw the
2: battery in there. Because I
0: missed the other one. <laughs> well, what
2: you should do is listen to Look What the Cat
1: Dragged In all
2: the way through. I should rock it out to some I Want Action. The title track, Look What the Cat Dragged In. You know?
1: I think we have some homework, Jeffrey. <laughs> I Russ
2: would have beaten us both. So, ugh.
0: I think so. Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: Russ would beat most people at most trivia competitions. Oh, that's
2: oh yeah. Not- <laughs> Not Jeffrey.
1: All right. Well, we need a tie break question.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. So we've got one. All right. Well, uh, we've got the 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 first tie break question because watch you both get it right or some shit. Is it like a
2: closest uh, to the pin thing or is it just it like- is
1: a closest to the pin thing?
2: Oh, uh, I like. It.
1: Okay. Um, all right. How many people survived the Titanic? Uh do we just, you just uh, message, message me that? You yeah. Something? I know Russ just wants to On shout it Zoom? out. On Zoom? E- either, either is fine.
0: Oh, let me switch it to
1: you. Russ, if you do want to shout it out after he messages me, you can. You can.
2: You do realize he just went to the Titanic, uh, like, cemetery, whatever.
1: <laughs> like, I did. Well, Luckily, I didn't ask about who was buried. I asked who lived. <laughs> Name. Jeremy what's your uh, what's your guess
2: um well we had 666 earlier let's go with 333
1: okay so you say 333 Jeffrey what did you lock in with
0: I sent you 500 just a round number
1: Jeremy you should have gone with the 666 again because the answer is 706 oh, so with a score of one go. to nothing, because I'm giving you one point for the tie break, <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Segurton is our winner. Uh, see, I was right. It wasn't going to come that's... down to the final question, except you both f- it up. The, the final, final,
0: the final question. final,
1: final question.
0: <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> I blame it's, it's great. <laughs>
1: Well, luckily, the difference wasn't just uh, 10 or 20 points. So I don't feel as bad about that question. But I, I I, will recognize that the game was played in protest from that point on.
2: Hell, yeah, it was. <laughs> I was protesting from the very beginning.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, before I hit record, Jeremy said, I'm playing this game in protest. Right. <laughs> Well, guys, on our way out here, is there anything you want to plug, anything uh, you want to promote, anything you want to say? Uh, we'll start with uh, our non-champion, who will be given an opportunity for revenge at some point, although your your schedules, it'll probably be in like the year 2024. Yeah, you know, we'll
2: do it sometime. Oh, that's me, I guess. Uh, you know, I mean, thanks for uh, having us uh, out here and doing this. It's always fun to play a little trivia, especially with. Uh, Jeffrey, who's uh, good people. And uh, I just like to tell people that they should uh, be kind and uh, have a little tolerance for people. Even uh, I know we, we live in times when people like to immediately label somebody the worst or the best. And, and uh, you know, what? it's not always so black and white. Uh, there's a lot of gray in the world. And just just uh, be be kind to one another and enjoy life.
1: Oh, that was very well said, uh, Jeffrey.
0: Well, I mean, if it hasn't been plugged already, uh, I'm going to plug Russ's <laughs> trivia trivia workshop. He runs a very good game every week um, on Twitch. It's it's awesome, and you know, since uh, he graced us with his presence, you know, it's. Uh, I'm always happy to plug that in. I mean, I well, would plug here. another like, thing that.
2: That shit sucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and play BP trivia online—it's—it's it's, uh, fun. Yeah, you know.
1: It is. I do. I do enjoy BP trivia. BP <laughs> I usually only end up doing just the monthly because. You
2: do the Better Know Estate series of quizzes, I happen to know they're lots of fun, and then you can Better Know Estate. Yeah,
1: they are. They're
2: so awesome. To... Oh yeah. Let's get back get to back Friday to night. Get back to Jeffries.
1: Russ, yeah. Russ, jump in, please. Jump
2: in, Russ. Yeah, definitely.
1: 20. You're a celebrity.
2: Oh come on! I agree. Well, you that.
1: know what? I'm going to figure out a format to make this work so that you three can go head to head, and
2: uh, do it. <laughs> we'll,
1: we'll we'll make that work at some point, but uh, like, I definitely will have to uh, check out Russ's game. I actually haven't played that oh, yet.
2: That, it is it is it is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, you guys.
0: The reason why we're playing it this late is because we, um, you know, we we all watched and played in uh, Russ's game uh, earlier in the evening. Just uh, yeah. So again, it's it's usually on Friday nights around uh, what is it, 8 p.m. Central?
2: Oh, that's Uh, that's fake time.
0: (laughs) And trivia workshop. Uh, Find it on Twitch, and you can find it on Facebook.
1: I will definitely be doing that. Russ is definitely a a great name in trivia, and I look forward to playing that. Just another trivia thing to take up more of my time.
0: (laughs) There's there's never too much trivia.
1: I I agree. I agree. As As long as you somehow also sleep, which I'm not sure Jeffrey does.
0: That's it for this episode of Nerd Off. Tune in next week. Same nerd time, same nerd channel.